This is Life Off the Deep Ends podcast. We are a family of four plus a cat from Seattle who decided to embrace crazy and sell our house and everything we owned to buy a sailboat named Litha, and we plan to sail the world. This podcast is a retelling of our adventures just as we would telling our best friends over the phone. We are Kim and Justin, our kids are Tyler and Evie, and we really hope you enjoy and are inspired to live life off the deep end yourself. Episode 24. I'm not allowed to do fun intros anymore. (laughs) I did not say that. I just said you're weird. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about Bara. It is a very fun and exciting place. (laughs) Ben Stein. (laughs) Oh man, get get some excitement going here. He's he's upset that when we record this, we turn off our AC for about twenty minutes and we start dying in here. It gets sweaty in here. (laughs) Uh, All right, so yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, Bara de Navidad. Um, we, um, I don't know. We arrived. <laughs> we so, have arrived in so, Barra. Uh, Barra Navidad, there is no bar. Good thing. Except for drinks. Um, bar, Barra, bar. Uh, so there's a channel you go through and you kind of go through the city past a marina and then you're into a big open lagoon that's like 15 feet deep with a muddy bottom. It's like perfect for boats. Some um, of it's less than 15 feet deep. Yeah, though. it's there's shallow spots. Yeah, so you have to be careful where you anchor, but it's this really pretty lagoon back there, like surrounded by mangroves, which usually means bugs, but I don't think we've had a huge problem with bugs mm-hmm. there. It's pretty good there. Um, so a lot of cruisers really love Barra, but um, like I said, we were doing this pretty late in the season, so they still have a cruiser net, but it's like, Hi, <laughs> who's all still here? Does anybody else want to do the cruiser net today? <laughs> um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, but also, bar is set up to be like a cruiser hub, honestly. Like with the, there's a marina there that I guess has pretty good prices. Uh, pool, hotel, restaurant. Oh, I guess the swimming pool has water slides and everything. But we didn't end up going over there because and I guess we're cheap. <laughs> and I guess it's like cheap or free or it's not bad. What do you mean um, cheap or free? The marina? No, the water slide. Didn't the oh, yeah, we could have gone over there just to play at the pool, but we we didn't. Yeah. Um, but they have a whole water taxi, 24-hour-a-day water taxi system. You call them on channel 17? 17. Yeah. Taxi Aquatica, and they, they'll come get you at your boat and yeah. take you. Because it's not – so there's like, I don't know, downtown Barra, I guess, like the, the main – mainland where you can get off and there's um restaurants and stores and um it's very touristy i think a lot of people come down from like mexico city um to go to the beach so there's not a whole lot of you know gringos like us there but there's a lot of mexican tourists on vacation over there so you can take your water taxi there or there's all these little um inlets and islands that have restaurants on them so the water taxi can take you to any of those places too and some of them had like um, blow up slides on the beach or you can you know Big go to this house type thing yeah in the water. and um you know say another restaurant has paddle boards you can rent or so it's like all these little cute little 
um, off the beaten path little restaurants that the water taxi would take you to. So if we had gotten there um, earlier in the season and we had, you know, made up our mind about what the heck we were doing, um, it would have been a lot of fun to stay there a lot longer. But we were um, kind of itching to keep going south and get out of hurricane zone. Um, So we were only going to stay maybe, you know, a day or two. Um, But the real reason we went is because there's a French bakery who delivers pastries right to your boat. On his own panga. Yeah, it's so cool. So, you know, we wanted chocolate croissants. And then we heard that the French baker is closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Or was it Wednesday, Thursday? Either way, it was the the day we got there, he wasn't open. Or, well, we missed it that morning because we got there in the afternoon. And then... uh, he was closed the next two days. So then, and our friends, um, Anna and Kyrgios came, they, they've got five kids and, uh, they got there the day after us and we were all planning on heading out together. And I'm like, uh, we can't head out. The French baker's closed for two days. And she's like, okay, then we leave on day three. (laughs) Like, I'm glad that you're in agreement. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it was really, the lagoon was like, dead calm it was like being at a dock it was there was no movement there which was really great for sleeping um a lot of really cute tiendas and um you know where we could pick up groceries and there was an ice cream shop that the kids loved um what else did we do we went to the beach yeah and checking in was was a little bit oh yeah the port captain's office was like a mile and a half from the water which is weird we walked there. I mean, it was maybe a mile and a half round trip. It was probably like three quarters of a mile in town. And it was, you know, it showed up on Google Maps and we just walked through town and found the port captain's office. Like, you know, had all of our paperwork. He signed it, signed us in, signed us out. And we yeah, were we said, go. well, we're only going to stay for three days. It's, you know, can we just check out here instead of walking all the way back there to check back out? It's very bizarre to have the port captain so far away. Um, but so, yeah, we were able to do both, which was nice. They were very nice. Um, so let's see, we did end up, yeah, we spent a day walking around town. We spent a day at the beach. The beach was just, um, I don't know. There's like the lagoon side of the bay and there's the beach side of the bay and the beach had really great big waves that Tyler loved to play in. Yeah. Um, he's a fan of bigger waves for boogie boarding and everything else. Right. Um, and then, um, we did take a water taxi over to one of those, um, little side restaurants and had dinner when our, um, when our buddy boat finally got down to meet us. Um, so that was, it was really good food. Yeah. I would definitely go back to Barra. That was a cute place. It was really cute. If I wish we spent more time there. Um, I feel like there's a lot to tell you, but we didn't stay long enough to really have like massive details for a podcast, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a really cool town, um, really laid back and French pastries delivered to your boat. Um, I can see why people, I can see why cruisers spend time there because of how protected it is. And there's this town right there where you can get into, get your supplies and everything else. It's very convenient. Um, a lot of cruisers head all the way down to there and then they actually will leave from there to go across the Pacific to head over to like French Polynesia. So it's another like taking off point, I guess, for people that want to make it a little bit further south. 
Um, but yeah, by the time we were there, there was just not a lot going on. Um, but I mean, but it was beautiful and it was nice. We got like the best sunrise ever on the planet one morning on that lagoon. It was just like, this is just unreal. Um, you could probably scroll back through our Instagram or our Facebook to, um, look at those pictures that I took. Um, Didn't we get in Curios? Like picture of their boat and the sunrise. Yeah, we did. And I think they got us. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, scroll back and find that. And then when we do the YouTube video for that one, we'll have a lot of um, video of that sunset sunrise too. And it was gorgeous there. Um, so we, um, finally got up and got our French pastries. Um, he didn't bring a lot with him, I think, cause there's not a lot of boats out there. And oh. I don't think he knew that, um, you know, we had four people and then Curios had seven people and that we were really wanting to buy pastries. <laughs> yeah. I we guess you could have head heads up. Yeah. That you could have, you could have called and like ordered ahead of time. So we got everything we wanted and then, um, they stopped at a few other boats. And then when they got to Curios, they like, he was running out of things and they didn't even get one pastry per person. But, um, that was awesome. There's pictures of that online too. Um, so we had decided, um, another reason we wanted to leave was because, um, all of our children are really, really into Marvel movies and Endgame was coming out and they're all dying to see Endgame. Important and, stuff here. Right. And there's no movie theater in Barra. This is a, t you know, cute little beachy town. So we plan to leave and make it to Manzanillo, that's a much bigger city, so that we could take all the kids to go see Endgame. Um, so we purchased our tickets online while we were still in Barra, um, found the English version. Um, when you go to the, the movie theater, the movie theater um, in Mexico is called um, Cinepolis. Cinepolis. Anyway. So if you, you have to find the showings that say SUB for subtitles, and that way you know that it's, you know, the regular English-speaking movie with Spanish subtitles, and then you know it's in English. So um, we purchased all four tickets, and it cost us, what, $13 for all four of us to go to see Endgame? I mean, that's like not even one a ticket back home. Not even a matinee show in reading. This is yeah. Like this is like normal time. Like what? It's three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon, something like that. Three o'clock like... in the afternoon. So I love seeing movies down here. It's so much cheaper. Like we didn't ever see movies back in the U.S. Really, when it came out in the theater, you know, unless Grandma wanted to pay for the kids to go, um, it just costs too much. So yeah, thirteen bucks, all of us to see Endgame on opening night. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. And popcorn stuff is still more expensive than movie tickets, but not ridiculous. It's no, it's like very four dollars for a giant popcorn and two drinks. You know, instead of I think it's probably at least ten or twelve dollars for that. Um, so we so we did. We ordered our tickets and we um, came, we went to Manzanillo in time to do that. Um, Manzanillo is it's a huge, huge city. Um, they have everything, but the, it's not cruiser friendly. And all of our tour books said that it was, that you could, um, anchor outside of this resort marina and use all of their facilities and that they had swimming pools and it was going to be really amazing. And we get there and go to pay for our, our dinghy parking. And they said it's 250 pesos 
just to park the dinghy, which, which is, is like, like $12. Yeah. Like, wow, normally dinghy parking is like a dollar. Um, so I'm like $12 to park. Okay, well, does that get us into the swimming pool here? Um, like, no, no, it doesn't include nothing. anything. If we wanted to go to the swimming pool, we would have to pay for resort access for 1,200 pesos a person, which would be $60 each. Each kids too, sixty dollars. All inclusive resort, so it's all your all your drinks, all your food, all your everything. But it's just like, no, like that. It was just re- stupid expensive. Yeah, and it. I mean, it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I wish I remember what the. Would you remember what the place was called? Maybe you look it up while we keep chatting. But um, I mean, yeah, the hotel was gorgeous. It was like very. It reminded me of um, like Europe and not so much Mexico. Like, almost like Greece, like the way it was. Yeah, a lot of different the hillside. architecture and it was really cool, but gosh, yeah. $12 just to park and $60 each if we wanted to spend the day at the resort. Um, so we decided that was ridiculous. Um, but we had already paid for our dinghy parking that day, so we thought, well, and this was at night, you know. And if we figured the next day when we saw the movie, we would just get there so early in the morning that there would be no security there to tell us we couldn't park the dinghy and we would get back because the after office, the security's gone. Yeah, the office hours was uh, like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. for paying for your dinghy parking and everything. So you just get there early in the morning and come back late at night and I guess I can't really do anything about it. Right. But at this point, we'd already spent $12 to park, so we thought we should do something on shore, especially because we've been traveling from Barra. So we decided to go to a restaurant. They had um, burgers for like $7, and we thought, well, that's not too bad, and it's nice next to the um, next to the water. It was funny. I Evie had to use the restroom while we were kind of just checking out the marina area, and there's like a fishing store and all this stuff, and um, so... There, they were, all these restaurants were setting up for dinner, like bringing tables outside so that she could sit like right next to the dock. And uh, Justin brought her into the bathroom, and I was like politely reading the menu, um, just to maybe pretend I might want to eat there later, as they're super nice and letting her in to use the the bathroom. And I was reading the menu, and she come, she left and came back, and she gave me a menu in English. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I didn't really realize that I wasn't reading in English. Like, <laughs> I I can read Spanish menus just fine now. And I know, you know, 90% of all ingredients. And I, I can just read a menu in Spanish. So it's kind of funny that she's like, don't, you don't want this English menu? I'm like, I don't know. I was doing fine on my own. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, we did end up going back back to that restaurant and then we were going to order cheap burgers and then saw this amazing thing on the menu that had like, like it was almost like a Brazilian barbecue. They had all these different types of meat. What were we going to say? Oh yeah. Well, it was like a grill that they brought out like a um, stone grill that they brought out with all the meat still cooking on it with some uh, charcoal underneath of it to keep everything nice and warm and cooking. It was it was amazing. It was so good. And the kids thought it was really neat because it was like fancy. You know, they come by and they put your um, cloth napkin on your lap. And the kids have never been out for like a fancy dinner before. And it still wasn't expensive. I mean, if we got all that kind of stuff back in the U.S., this would have been like $200, I think. I don't know. Maybe it was 
$60 for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was still, it, for it was, Mexico, it was expensive. For Mexico, it was expensive. And for our budget, it was expensive. But it was, like, an experience. Like, and we got dessert. And we just, I don't know, we, like, really treated the kids. It's Justin and I, you know, for our anniversary or whatever, we go out someplace fancy. But the kids have never gone anywhere fancy. Um, oh, Justin found the name of the place. It's called Las Hadas. That's right. L-A-S-H-A-D-A-S. It was in a movie. I don't remember what movie. You could look it up. Las Hadas Resort. Beautiful, but yes. they don't like us stinky pirates, I guess, coming in anymore. And they used to, um, according to our guidebooks. Well, in the well, so we paid 250 pesos for the dinghy parking. I guess it used to be 500 or during oh, on yeah. season. So, like, Some other we got friends- a deal. Some other friends said they paid 500 pesos. I'm like, that's like $25 to park your dinghy for the day. Normally it's a buck. Yeah. It's usually, yeah, a dollar. We've seen $2. Like, a dollar a dollar is fine. Um, anyway, so uh, we went out for our fancy dinner, and then we went back to the boat and um, had another amazing sunrise in Manzanillo, and then got to the dinghy dock so early that we didn't pay for our parking again and walked up through the resort and out to the street side and caught a bus down to the movie theater. Um, Manzanillo had, I mean, they had a Starbucks and a Home Depot and an Office Depot and a Walmart, and it was like, wow, we have arrived in the USA. Yeah. Um, so we all, we went, we got there super early cause we didn't know how long the bus would take and, um, how, you know, we want to make sure we find the movie theater in time. And there's two movie theaters basically across the street from each other. So we had to verify which one we were supposed to go to. Right. Um, so, yeah, we, we went to Starbucks and um, went shopping. And, oh, we bought, we had to go buy Evie a Marvel t-shirt because she didn't have one <laughs> at Walmart. So, anyway, um, yeah, so all, what, how many of us? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of us uh, went into the mall and... Saw Endgame, and it was awesome. All their family, they, like, did the whole cosplay thing and had all these amazing costumes, and I didn't do anything. Yeah. Our, and our kids had t-shirts. <laughs> they're, they're cool. Which is a bummer, because Halloween is my favorite, favorite holiday, and if someone told me I needed to go dress up to go see Endgame, I would have been on board, but we just don't have any of that on, on the boat to make anything with. I think we should probably... Uh, work on that in the future. <laughs> We're going to see Spider-Man. You want to go dress up for that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It was really cool to um, see a movie in a foreign country. Tyler had already in, in La Cruz. He went yeah. to go see Captain Marvel with a bunch of other teenagers. But this was just in a nice first time seeing a movie in Mexico. With subtitles. With subtitles, yeah. But it was kind of interesting. I like learning new Spanish words by watching the movie and reading the Spanish I do, subtitles. I do read all the Spanish words when they pop up. Yeah. I try to at least and get, so I kind of get a little bit of both. So, um, yeah, we uh, came back to the boat that night, excited to see that our boats were still anchored there. So I, like I said, we, yeah, our dinghies and our boats were still there. I don't like to leave our boat at anchor and go, you know. 45 minutes down the street. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, we, uh, there was these really awesome bioluminescence in the water that night. Um, and then we were putting out our little tiny fishing pole and catching little tiny fish. This is the first time I've ever caught a fish. (laughs) 
Justin always catches the fish. I never reel in a fish. There's these little itty bitty fish. I mean, probably How about, big were they? Like the size of your hand. Yeah, well, yeah, from like head to tail, the tail will probably be just sticking off the palm of your hand. Right. So, uh, yeah, we were just, we were watching them swim around in the bioluminescence and they're glowing underwater and you could take the fishing pole down there and they would just grab the lure and we'd bring them up and we'd take them off and throw them back. It was I don't just know, fun. We were just having fun. <laughs> And Evie, yeah, because the way Evie could reel in some fish, Kim got to finally reel in a fish. Yeah, it's fun. This is random things that you do. Yeah, just catch and release. It was catch fun. Catch and release random fish at night after seeing Endgame. I think uh, a lot of the fishermen go out there and catch those and use those as bait for bigger fish later on, which I thought I'd try to. I think I kept two of the bigger ones, put them in a bucket on the back, try to keep them alive. But one was alive, one was dead the next day. I put them on the fishing hooks when we were out sailing. And they just fell off or something. I don't know. But they weren't there. I didn't catch anything. <laughs> That's with them. right. We did try to do that. That's funny. Um, all right. So uh, next episode, we're going to talk about some time in um, a place called Calida de Campos. And our friend Dennis gets a concussion. <laughs> that was a fun adventure. Um, and then we'll talk about uh, we the next episode. We might make it down to talking about Zihuatanejo, which was like our favorite, favorite place. Um, so until next time, Bye-bye. we will see you later. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our website at lifeoffthedeepend.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also support us by visiting Kim's website at seenfromthesea.com, S-E-E-I-N-G, from the S-E-A.com.